welcome to the Strive for Strength podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Strample. I'm an online wealth and business coach for huge visionary coaches just like you. And I'm here to help you compartmentalize your massive ideas and turn them into a step-by-step action plan. After scaling two coaching companies to multiple seven figures by the age of 23, I wanna help you collapse time and give you the steps that you need in these short episodes. So get cozy, let's dive in. If you would have asked me on the 2022 episode a year ago, Ken, where are you at a year from now? I would have never told you guys that I'd be making the 2023 reflection episode in my new home in Tulum, Mexico. I'm literally staring out into the jungle right now. You guys might even hear like an exotic bird in the background once or twice throughout this podcast episode because I can't escape it where I'm currently at. It's so insane to see how much can change and what can happen for you in just a single year when you really, really step into who you need to be to make things come to life. And this last year, I mean, you go on social media and you see so many people talking about how this was my best year ever and the biggest growth year of my whole life. And what I can tell you guys is this was the year where I think I was given the most assignments I've ever been given to ask like, hey, how big do you care about this vision? How big are you willing to go? And this was easily the most transformative year that I think I've ever experienced for myself. The year where I really, as a leader, matured in a way that is going to continue to support the vision that I've cast to make it come to life. And so in this episode, what I wanna share with you guys are just some of my biggest takeaways from this last year. I know I usually keep these episodes a little bit shorter. This one's gonna be a little bit of a longer episode for you guys today because I just have so much to say. And that's just been my thing recently. I just feel like I always have so much to say because I've just gone through so much experience over this last year. So I'm going to talk about some of the more personal side of things. I'm also going to talk more about the business side of things and some of the things that really helped us level up this last year, because not only for myself, but also for our clients, we've added a ton more automation. We've added a ton of different um, systems into the business that I think you guys listening can also really benefit from this episode. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Here are my biggest takeaways from 2023. So I don't know if anybody else feels like this, but it literally feels like I lived 14 different lives in 2023. This year, you know, a lot of people you'll see on social media toward the end of the year talking about how it was their biggest year ever and their best year ever. If I could just pick a word for this year, it would have been transformational. This was the year where I was thrown so many curveballs to ask, Ken, are you really equipped for the vision that you have? Because this year I sat with my vision. I was like, holy crap, this thing is so big. Like it is so massive. And I don't know if you've ever felt that where like you feel how big your vision is that you can't even like explain it to somebody. You just like have this gut feeling and you're like trying to say it to them, but it's like nothing comes out. You just like use your hands trying to explain it. That's how I feel about my vision. And this year really shed some light on just how big things are going to be and who I need to be in order for me to really complete the vision and to pull my team up with me and to continue to grow with my clients and support the women inside of my program. So this year, I'll give you guys a little bit of a rundown of some of the really big wins that we had, but I also want to talk through some of the perspective shifts that I've had that really allowed for us to have those wins come to life. And also what are some of the L's that I had to take for those wins to happen? Because, you know, every L I always call like my L's are just lessons. Every L that you take really is just equipping you to go to the next level. So for me this last year, what was really crazy is I hit my biggest year in revenue ever. We increased revenue by over 30%. I traveled 17 different times. This was the most, I feel like, I don't want to say out of control, but like the most I had to surrender in a single year to just like travel plans, events that I went to. 
Um, literally our house flooding and us putting everything in storage and then moving to the brand new property we just bought in Mexico, kind of like tearing down all the systems that we were so used to living through. Like it's crazy in America, you could just like get Amazon delivered, like boom, in the blink of an eye. And here in Mexico, it's like, nope, you gotta go on a scooter five miles down the road, hope that they have it. And if they don't, you're kind of SOL. And that's like currently where we're at. It's so crazy to think of and think back on, but man, I just had like the biggest 2023 I could have ever imagined. My, my word going to this year was conviction. And I can genuinely say like through all the travel, through all the goals that I had set, I a hundred percent hit all the goals that I had moving into this year. And I completely blew past them, even with all the turbulation that was kind of presented to me going into this year. So this was the year where I traveled a ton. We increased revenue by 30%. My clients hit over $5 million in revenue this last year, added all together. I closed on two properties, one of them being my first international property with my partner, Mikhail in Mexico, where it's we're currently living. And I also closed on a place in San Diego. And oh, guys, this was the year, this was the year where I found my dream mentors. Let me tell you, I'm seven years into business and to really find somebody who I just love so, so much. I'm so grateful for the mentors that I have in my life. And it's completely catapulted and changed the trajectory of my vision, my business, how I lead myself, how I'm able to lead my clients. And it's just completely changed so much for the better for us this year. So with all of that, let's talk about how my perspective has shifted and just some of the really big takeaways that I've had going into this year. So I first just want to share in the beginning of this year, I actually hit some of my lowest months in business. January and March, I hit two of the lowest months I've ever seen between the two companies I had at the time in business. And in the beginning of the year, I was like, I got to figure out like how how do I get to the next level? I kept finding this cap on my income in 2022 where like I couldn't push through it and I couldn't figure out how to get above the cap. And fast forward to November, December, as I'm making this episode, we just hit our biggest month ever in November and we're going to beat it by over $20,000 in December. And I can genuinely say this is, there's so many things that are attributed to it, but the number one thing this year for me that I really learned was that slowing down and releasing the pressure and the urgency to succeed is the thing. You know, I wanna give you guys this analogy. I just talked about this with my accelerator group a few days ago, is oftentimes you see coaches who are really crushing it, and then you see coaches who are really struggling. And the difference between the coaches who are really struggling and the coaches who are really crushing it comes down to this, okay? I wanna give you guys a little bit of an, anal an analogy. Think about it like this, if you were going on a hike and on this hike, you weren't sure if you had enough water. The entire time that you are on this hike, you were anxious, you were nervous because you didn't think you had enough water. Versus if you went on this hike and you were assured that you had enough water and you're bringing somebody who's been on the hike 30 times and they assured you you'll have enough, plus they brought you some electrolyte packets and extra water, you'd feel really, really good about going on the hike, right? You'd be more present, more grounded, have more fun. That right there is the difference between coaches who succeed and don't succeed. And this is the big difference. When you feel like you already are enough and you already have enough, it's much easier for you to stop putting this crazy timeline on your success and telling yourself that you're not enough and that you always have to be doing more. And knowing that you're enough helps you show up in this energy that's so magnetic. 
And earlier this year, I've always been someone who's really organized. I've always been someone who loves systems. And this is in fact what I teach my students how to do. I teach them how to annually plan. I teach them how to stay in an organized state every single quarter. They have projects they're managing every month. They know exactly what to be working on. And this is what I teach my students. But for me, it really came to fruition this year, not only for myself and my own business, but also for my clients, is seeing my clients have a structure, seeing my clients have organization, has allowed for them to do more things without necessarily doing more because they know that they're already enough. They know that they have the things that they need and the resources that they need, and they trust themselves to stay really consistent. They trust themselves to execute consistently. Even when they don't necessarily know how they're going to get there, they're able to lean into me as a mentor for support. And so as I walked through the coaching space this year, I saw so many people gain this crazy sense of urgency and pressure around them being successful. And what I realized is that it's coming down to a lot of people feeling like they're not worthy, feeling like they're never doing enough. And so this year for myself, I actually collapsed a lot of time by just being in that energy of like, I'm already enough, I'm doing enough and having all of my projects planned out for the entire year, making sure my annual plan was really dialed in and that I was focusing on the own, my own energy to be able to show up for the plan that I'd created with my team. Now, what also really helped me is in March, I hired a mentor and this mentor is just absolutely phenomenal. His name is Alex Sharfin and just so many kudos to him. He changed my entire life and the way that I look and see business and he helps scale people anywhere from seven to eight to nine figures. He's absolutely phenomenal. And he helped me integrate a system into my business that's really allowed for me to slow down and get more out of doing less. It's kind of like the minimal dose effect. And it's very similar to how I coach my students is how do you put the right energy and intention behind every single thing that you do to get the most out of it without having to do a ton of stuff. You know, last year in 2022, I launched 14 times. This last year, we launched five times. That was it just five times, one a quarter, I threw an extra one in there because I was feeling snazzy and I was feeling energetic. And what's so cool is this next year, I'm fully equipped to walk into the next year. I could have a launch every single month and still feel really grounded, live here in Tulum, Mexico, go on vacation, travel, because we figured out a system inside the business that allows for me to have more capacity and allows for me to scale really big. So number one is just slow down, learning how to release this pressure and this urgency and knowing that you're already enough knowing that you already have enough and that being a visionary is about taking a step into the unknown and not feeling like you need to know everything in order to be successful, but instead literally having the courage to step into the unknown and say, I'm going to figure it out as I go. And I'm also going to get the support that I need on the way to be able to be successful with these things. Okay. That is my number one numero uno takeaway for you guys. Moving into number two, this one is a little bit more business focused, but let me just tell you guys, this year was the year where I really understood the assignment about building a brand. I am a coach who teaches other coaches how to really find their voice, how to have true expression and how to really build a brand that isn't like any other brand that's out there, right? There's no other you out there, but oftentimes what we see in the coaching space is that so many people are in these programs no shade, but they're taught to build their business one specific way where they have to use a specific strategy and it has to look like this and it has to sound like this. And here are five content templates for you to go use. And the way that I coach is very different. The way that I coach is like, what is the truest expression of you? How is it different from anybody else? What are the things that you're not saying that you actually want to say? And stop putting the filter on yourself and take the mask off so that you can get your bag and you can make money online by being who you truly are. 
And in 2022, we went through a rebrand from Elevate Coaching Academy to the Wealthy Women's Business Academy. And when I made this transition, I was so all in on the brand that we created at the Wealthy Women's Business Academy. And it was actually a download that I had in 2022 where I was like, holy crap, my vision is to really help women make money and to not feel ashamed to make money and to know how to set up and structure a company in a way that's scalable and can make six to seven figures, whether you're in the fitness coaching space, business coaching space, energetics space, really being able to help coaches understand who they need to be to scale a business and the structures that they need to also have. Now, where your business really comes to life is your brand, right? And your brand is the truest expression of who you are. It's the essence, it's the aura, it's the energy of your business. And what really separates coaches that are crushing it from the coaches who maybe aren't able to consistently generate leads is building a brand and building a magnetic brand. Something that's been so cool over this last year, you know, especially through experiencing my Instagram account getting disabled multiple times, I had my account down for five days at a time. We still had inbound leads coming in. I still had people on my email list emailing me back, asking for programs, asking to buy courses. And we still were able to sign clients even through that time frame. And what that really taught me is like when you build a brand and a community and you build a brand that attracts the right kind of person, not only are you going to attract more soulmate clients who are going to be more compliant, they're going to get better results. They're also going to pollinate the group for you, right? You're going to be able to bring in people that you want to work with. Not only that, but you're going to be able to bring them in more consistently because when you build a brand, it allows for you to call in the right people. It allows for you to create the community that then pollinates itself. And then it also allows for you to expand the brand and the vision even bigger and even more. And when you have a brand, if you think about it like this, creating content is so much easier for you because you already know the specific topics that you want to speak to. You have client experiences you can't help but want to speak about. And more importantly, you're not going to put disclaimers on all the stuff that you are saying. I find that in the coaching space, I saw that so much this year, people tiptoeing around the brand they actually wanted to create, because instead of saying the things that they wanted to say, they would tiptoe around it and put disclaimers on why they're saying what they're saying, just so that they could appease people. And building a brand is about magnetizing the people that you want to work with, but it's also about repelling the people that you don't want to work with. And that also means releasing, and this could be a whole nother lesson in and itself, but releasing the need to have everyone to like you. That's what building a brand is about. It's about being fully embodied in the person that you are, sharing parts of that online and recognizing that you're going to attract the right people, but you're also going to repel the people that you aren't meant to work with. And building a brand isn't just, you know, a logo design or a visualization. What I find is that when you go to social media, you see so many coaches who just have like Instagram bios and they want their Instagram bio audited, but your brand is the truest expression of who you are. Your brand is your voice, your tonality, the way that you speak about things, the language that you use and the way that you're magnetizing people into your company. And, you know, an even bigger part of this is just like the first point that I made is, you know, to release the urgency and the pressure when you slow down a little bit and you actually take the time to speak your truth. And when you take the time to actually think and have space in your week and have, you know, a half day off to just like breathe and think about things, you get to express your brand more consistently because 
you get to actually dive into those parts of yourself that make you who you are. And you're not showing up to be this curated version of yourself that you think you need to be to attract ideal clients. And so for me this year, it made me realize how strong of a brand, I freaking love you guys. Like just even making this episode, I'm like, I just want to squeeze you guys. Like it really made me realize how strong of a brand that we have with my Instagram going down. Not only that, but you know, we signed over 170 clients this year and we made over a million dollars in revenue. And I couldn't have done that had I not built a brand that was prolific or built a brand that people would be like, oh yeah, the Wealthy Woman's Business Academy, like that's for me or it's not for me. Like I want a brand, right? Where people are, can say, yeah, that's for me or it's not for me, right? So building a brand, I, just this year, it's always clicked for me, but just this year alone, seeing it really come together and then having curveballs thrown at me that were like, hey, do you have a brand? Because if you don't, you're going to be SOL. <laughs> and it really made things come together for me. And this is why when I work with my students and we take them through the seven-figure scaling model, one of the first things that I do is I help them get really organized so they have more clarity in their week and they can actually think <laughs> their personal life, their business, get it together, okay, get them together. Once you do that, you then have this time to think and actually think about like, who am I? What do I want? What kind of things do I want to talk about? What do I not want to talk about? Who do I want to follow me? Who do I not want to follow me? Who do I want to follow and not, right? And so the second thing we work on is their brand and their offer. It's like, how do you build a brand that's prolific? How do you build a brand that magnetizes your ideal client how do you show up in the truest expression of yourself? And then how do we actually do that at scale? And then everything else you do, building your offer, building your client journey, building your sales process and building your sales systems, all those things fall into place when you have an incredible brand. So this year really taught me like have a brand, make sure you have one that's prolific, make sure you have one that stands out because if anything's to happen, or if you just want to continue to build and build and build and have an upward spiral, having a brand is the thing that's going to help you do that. Now off of building a brand, this one, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys, as I was doing this episode, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely one I need to talk about because this is 100% one of the bigger takeaways that I've had moving into this year. I'm making you know, more money than ever. I'm serving more clients than ever. I'm serving more team members and supporting more team members than ever. And similar to what I discussed in building a brand is that you are not going to please everybody. And you know, being a feminine leader, being a, fem a feminine authority in your business it's not just defending the status quo, it's you speaking your truth and it's also you leading in a way where it means you're not going to always make everybody feel comfortable and you're not always going to make everyone feel really happy. When I started to learn more about being a feminine leader, I thought a lot about how being a feminine leader is someone who can comfort people, someone who can nurture people, someone who can support people. But it's also a woman who when she steps into authority is really powerful in a way where She's going to speak her truth. She's not going to be wobbly. She's going to be decisive. She's going to say the thing that she knows is in integrity for her and for the other person. And oftentimes what this does is it reveals the truth about other people when a woman is really in her power. And when a woman's really in her power and speaking her truth, it oftentimes can bring up triggers or projections from other people. So I feel like this is kind of one of those cliche lessons that you hear so many people on social media talk about, like there are going to be people who don't like you. It's not just being okay with people not necessarily liking you. It's actually you loving yourself enough and liking yourself enough to still stand in your values and to still stand for what you know to be true and to stand in integrity with your word and the things that you promised that you would consistently stand for. And I realized for myself this year, because I was so principle focused and I focused so much on leaning into my values, 
and I focus so much on leaning into the principles that I operate by and I said the things that I know I needed to say to hold people accountable that I was doing my job and I was showing up as the woman that I promised myself that I would and so it's knowing that there are going to be people that don't necessarily agree with you, that there are going to be relationships that maybe you do lose. Um, and through all of that, it's important for you to stay in that unshakable knowing of who you are and that nothing is going to change who you are or let anyone else impact who you are other than yourself and the principles and the values that you hold. And that was such a big lesson for me this last year, because when you learn to be a little more selfish with your time, when you learn to be a little more selfish with your vision, you start to realize that that isn't going to necessarily make everybody at peace, but your job isn't to make everybody comfortable. Your job is to create transformation and your job is to live by the principles that you preach and by the practices that you want to embody to become the leader that you need to be to build your vision. So Number three is be yourself and be unapologetic about being yourself and be okay with the fact that maybe there are going to be people out there that don't really love you. And maybe there are going to be team members that you have to let go of or people that are going to walk out of your life. And there's really a reason behind all of those things happening because it's going to make you the leader that you need to be. And it's going to allow for you to be unshakable in your boundaries and unshakable in the things that you believe in and continue to consistently evolve into those things. So I want to dive into some of the more kind of like tactical strategic things in business that I learned in this last year. And just to give you guys a little bit of context, this last year in business was so epic. 2022, I had put a massive cap on myself with growing our revenue. And I realized that so much of that was actually attributed to the fact that I was kind of capping myself with my money mindset and making the necessary moves in order for me to scale over six figure months in the business. And this year we did just that. We increased revenue by over 30%. Not only that, but also my clients just like absolutely crushed it this year. I saw so many of my clients who literally started their businesses in January, February, March hit multiple six figure years this year. I saw clients who started their business last year, hit their first six figure year. And our clients cumulatively made over $5 million in revenue just in this last year. And all of that was through really integrating an incredible client experience an incredible process for our students that we also have inside of WWBA and the principles that I practice and the operating system that I use inside of our company that's helped us increase our revenue by over 30% and also helped our clients with increasing their revenue a ton. And so the big takeaway for you guys here and for me personally, what really, really I learned this year is like as a coach, when you build an incredible product that really does breed results, it is going to change your entire company. One of the biggest goals that I set this entire year was how do I just get my clients even bigger and better results? Like, I don't care what I have to do. I want to make sure that our clients follow a really clear path. I want to make sure when they come into the program, they're indoctrinated in a way where they know exactly what they need to be doing. They can build their vision in a way that is from their perspective in a way that speaks to what they actually want to achieve in their business and what they want to build because I was working with so many women coming from programs where they kind of felt like they were beaten down of like, Hey, you have to do cold outreach. You have to do this, that, and the third, and it has to be built this specific way. And this year, what I really learned is that I built an incredible client journey over the last four years. And this was the year where everything really came together and flowed really smooth for our clients. And we just improved our programs even more and more to where our product, I'm just so confident in both our accelerator program. And I'm so confident in our mastermind program and the results that it's bred for our clients, that it's almost impossible for our clients to fail because they get in there. They have a really easy 
track to follow they are able to innovate on the track, which have been, it's so fun to see my clients doing this. Like I do hot seat coaching calls. I do mastermind calls with my girlies. I'm like, it's so fun. They'll be on there and they'll like, look at the system that we've created for them to work off of. They'll innovate on top of it. They'll add different launch strategies, different marketing tactics. And it's been so fun to see them like really, really shine in their power as visionaries and not just create this like duplicatable business that so many of them came from previous programs that were doing that. Again, no shade on previous programs. I just really realized this year what sets us apart and how our product is just so incredible for our clients. And this last year, we created the seven figure scaling system for our clients to help them understand step by step. What are the phases that your business goes through in order for your business to scale in a way that's healthy, in a way that's grounded and in a way where you still get to go have fun and enjoy your life. And so when you care a lot about the product that you put out and when you build a structure that's easy for your clients to follow, your clients are not only going to be more successful, but they're going to build on the community. They're going to have more time back. They're going to have more fun. They're going to get better results. And when you have an incredible product, it also helps you build up your brand and also helps you speak about your brand and create more content for your brand and for the service that you provide because you're so confident in it. And this isn't me telling you that your program has to be perfect for you to be able to crush next year. But for me personally, I realize as long as you're evolving your program and you're evolving your client results to something that's duplicatable for them and they could easily integrate the system, innovate on it. They can easily go through phases of change and you can support them through behavioral intervention. Your clients are going to build the business with you and for you. I paid out over $25,000 in referrals this year, just because of how incredible of a program that we have, because our clients are so attuned to referring people into our program because they got really awesome results. So if there's one thing I really learned this year, it's like have a system for your clients to go through as a health and fitness coach, as a business coach, as an energetics coach, a spiritual coach, mindset coach, life coach, whatever you are, have a clear path for your clients to follow and work on just consistently refining the product over and over again with the feedback that your clients give you so that you can get them the best results possible and it can pollinate the program for you. Now, adding off of that, another big business breakthrough that I had this year was that leverage goes way further than anything else in your business. When you're going to build a business, a lot of people look at growing versus scaling. And a lot of people say that they're scaling their business, but really what they're doing is they're building their business and they're growing it. They're laying the foundations of their business to be able to then scale. And when you're scaling, what you're doing is you're just making everything more efficient. You're adding gas to the fire, right? And so this year, what I really dove into myself was learning how to automate and use leverage as much as possible inside of our company. And so what this meant for me was last year, we spent a lot of time building up processes, building up our content process, our sales process, our DM flow process, uh, and a lot of our client processes. And this was the year where instead of building more and always doing more, I really sat with myself and I asked myself, like, how can I use as much leverage as possible in the business to get the most out of everything that we do? How can I repurpose content and create live series from it? Is there a way for me to add nuance to our offers? You know, this was the year where I took a lot of our mini courses and I added these like fun, really energetic parts to the launch where I'd add exclusivity to, you know, a WhatsApp group where people could come and join the WhatsApp group for a week. And that was like a bonus we added into the launch. I'm not necessarily doing anything new, but I'm adding these fun little sprints and energetic um, you know, just ideas that really light my soul on fire without me needing to necessarily be doing a crap ton more. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm like a crazy visionary. I always love like building more things and doing more awesome stuff and like adding fun things to things that I do. 
Um, but this was a year where leverage just like really, really hit home for me. And instead of always doing more, I was asking about how we could be using the things we already have and leveraging them more to get the most out of them. And then also wrapping everything up in automation. So these kind of go hand in hand, but you know, if you're really looking to scale a business, you can't be wearing all the hats and you either have to do one of three things. You need a project, a process, or a person in place. And for me personally, I'm always looking at like, how can I build a process that I can either outsource or how can I build a process that can then be automated? And so some of the really cool things that we did this last year where we automated a ton of our nurture journeys, we automated a ton of our content processes, I automated a bunch of our follow-up and um, you know things through email, which was really fun. This was the year that we really scaled out our backend with our CRM, which was really, really fun to do. And now we're actually, fun little fact, I haven't shared this publicly yet, but we're actually gonna be scaling out CRMs for all of our mastermind students going into the next year so that they can automate their entire lead generation generation process and they can automate their um, client delivery process a little bit more without losing that family feel. And that's really what I did this last year is I felt like we kept this really tight knit family feel. Our brand and our community is stronger than ever, but there's also a ton of automation so that I myself and my team members can focus on our zone of genius and automate the things that are outside of our zone of genius and be able to do more and produce more as a team without us having to actually do more. So adding in automation and adding in processes this last year has been such a game changer for us because my team always knows what they wanna be doing and what they should be doing to move the needle forward. We have processes that allow for them to actually operate inside of their zone of genius. And then I myself am able to operate inside of my zone of genius because I have these processes, these projects or the people in the right place. And so adding automation has bought me back so much time to where I've been able to travel. I've been able to get more clarity on my vision. I'm constantly coming up with like so many different ideas for content because I have this time back. And what's so cool is now all these processes and these projects that we put in place as a team, I've been able to serve my clients with and show other coaches how they can add more automation so that they can focus on either doing all of the coaching if that's what they want, or they can focus on just being the person who produces content and doing the you know, DM outreach or whatever you really love doing in your business. Just imagine yourself doing that all day and not having to do a lot of the stuff that you don't necessarily want to do. Now, don't get me wrong, when you're building and growing, it's important that you learn all of these things, but over time you wanna be able to either outsource them or take them off of your plate with a process an automation or a person. And this year for me was really, really the year that I got to do that. Now I wanna share just one last lesson with you guys. And this one kind of wraps and summarizes up like where I'm at at the end of 2023. You know, when I look back at the beginning of 2023, my life was so wild. I mean, 2022 was really transformative as well because I left a really crazy relationship. I like moved out, got my own place. And this last year, I, in the beginning of 2023, I was living my own place in North Park. I was with my partner, Mikhail, for about a year at this point. He had just moved down to Carlsbad and I was really growing super close with him in the beginning of, um, you know, 2023. And you fast forward and you think about where I'm at now, I moved into his place in September. It like really did not go the way we wanted it to. It was like, we moved in, we wanted the house to be like all well put together. We wanted to be able to live there and like build this like awesome studio there and do all these really cool things to the house. And you know, it was like thing after thing, the house flooded. We had a ton of mechanical issues. Um, things just kept going like 
so out of like out of the way that we wanted them to and we both decided you know hey like let's just surrender like clearly there's some kind of sign and if you guys know me i'm not like a sign girly like i'm not like a looking for a sign kind of person to do or not do things i'm looking to trust myself and just surrender to whatever i need to do and i got a tattoo on my arm last year that says literally says surrender to give me the reminder because i've always been one of those people who likes to have control of my circumstances which i think is really healthy to an extent when you're an entrepreneur because yes you do need to have systems in place you need to be able to operate i need like my gym time in the morning i need to be able to take care of myself do my sauna sessions do my spa sessions be able to be calibrated to my work and feel recharged to be able to show up and do my content but you know this year i really learned to surrender a lot more and when i say Surrender to the lesson is like one of the bigger lessons that I learned for myself this year. It's, it's kind of like this. When you're met with red lights in your life, right? Oftentimes when you're at a red light, right? You don't push through the red light, right? Like you don't try to push through it. That's really unsafe. It's a red light that tells you, hey, stop for a second. And then we're going to go back to green. Like we're going to go back to green. And this year I felt like I got a lot of red lights and a lot of red lights that were saying, hey, Ken, slow down for a second, evaluate, take a breath. And when the green light says go, go. And it was almost like I was learning to trust myself more and more and more this year and just learning to surrender to whatever the lesson was that was coming at me instead of always trying to push through things and like having this grit mindset and like being the person who always overcomes things. It was like, hey, like being tough and being strong isn't like pushing through things all the time. Being strong is like learning when to stop and when to go, learning when to take the lesson and learn from the lesson and ask the hard questions and lead and guide yourself through the lesson. And so this was a big year for me of surrendering to the lessons that I got. And one of those being, you know, my Instagram account got disabled multiple times, which I've mentioned through this episode. Um, you know, I had to move out of my place in North Park, which I really, really loved. And then um, I, we had to move out of Mikhail's house that I just moved into and have moved down to Mexico. And so I'm just really surrendering to the lesson and giving up all that control to now come here and live here for a little bit where the systems are so different and I'm learning to like just adjust and adapt. I've become so much more adaptable to my environment. I've become so much more adaptable to my circumstances to where like I could, I feel like I could literally work anywhere in the world. As long as I have Wi-Fi, like I'm good, I will get it done. And to have that level of self-trust and adaptability has been so special because I have been put in circumstances where I have to be really adaptable and it's allowed for me to still stay really creative. It's allowed for me to stay inspired, which is a huge responsibility that you have as an entrepreneur. It's like, it's your job to stay inspired, to create. And so this year I felt like everything just really came full circle for me. I had so many massive lessons. It was actually like really hard for me to sit and think of like, what are the top five that I have to give you guys? And I can say without a doubt, the ones I shared in this episode have shaped me into a better woman. They've shaped me into a better leader. And I've never felt going into a year, I was really excited for the new year and I always like set my goals, but I can genuinely say like this year, something feels a little bit different. It's like, I've never felt more excited, but I've also just like never felt more grounded. Like my success is inevitable going into 2024. And like I've chatted with my clients about this a ton in the last few weeks is just the conversation around like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm going to plan a 600K year. Like some of my clients are saying this to me. Yeah, I planned for a 750K year at annual planning. I planned for a 250K year at annual planning. And just like seeing my clients like know that their success is inevitable and being in a group 
and being able to support women where like that's the newfound motto for us is like our success is inevitable you never miss your date with destiny one of my really great friends said this topsy um said this at one of our uh, annual planning event she's like you never miss your your deadline with destiny or your you know your your meeting with destiny and it really feels like this year I'm just fully embodied in who I want to be and who I need to be to lead and guide other women to become the mentors and the coaches that they need to be to build multiple seven-figure businesses so I'm just really excited moving into 2024 I hope that you guys had some really awesome takeaways from this episode if anything resonated with you please feel free to share it with me message me over on instagram feel free to take a little screenshot of this and share it if it's something that you felt like there was anything really profound in here that you feel called to share and I'll always repost you um also if you didn't know this at the end of every episode I'm always going to do this. I'm going to ask you guys, if you want a brand audit, I do something kind of cool. Um, I do brand audits for anybody who does a review of the podcast. Maybe I'll get myself in trouble one day when we have like millions of listens on this podcast. I'll have like tons of brand audits to do, but I do brand audits for anybody who gives the podcast a review. Just make sure that you leave your Instagram handle in there so I can actually find you on Instagram and then do a brand audit. A brand audit's a little different than a bio audit. It's not just like, hey, go change your bio statement to X, Y, and Z. It's like, let's get into your content. Let's get into your captions. Let's take a look at where you can overhaul how you're saying things, where I can see you more self-expressed so that people are more drawn to you, where you can speak more about the conscious desires of your ideal client and not just what you think they need, but what they think they actually need so that you can convert more high-paying clients and you can get more sales in your coaching business. I hope that you guys love this episode. As always, just give me a follow over on the IG and I will catch you guys in the next episode.